Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there there as well we have twitter and we have facebook twitter it's at pigskin underscore frenzy all lowercase all you got to do is type that bad boy in on the search engine you'll find it following on the page there you'll get episode updates as well as news highlights and notifications from across college and nfl football facebook same thing all you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy and you'll find it Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Okay, so NFL day today. That was a quick, <laughs> quick intro, but we're gonna be, you know, diving deep in today. And by the way, I just want to you know, cut myself off for a little bit. It is a beautiful day outside today, at least where I'm at. So um if you know wherever you're listening from and watching from, I don't know if it's a beautiful day outside for you, but just go outside and you know, just Take a whiff, you know, take a whiff of fresh air and just feel good. It's a beautiful day today, beautiful Thursday today, and getting ready to talk about some NFL. So we got some, you know, got some headlines coming out of Minnesota we're going to talk about. Uh, it involves running back Dalvin Cook and edge rusher Demiel Hunter. So that's going to be, you know, interesting. We're going to, you know, give you some updates on them, and we're going to talk about some news out of Minnesota. And these are some news, these are some headlines that are just, they're pretty fresh, came out this morning. So we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about something a little bit on the controversial side, and that includes NFL and its gambling policy. Now, it's a little, little on the controversial side, but it's been weighing on my mind to talk about. And I just want to, you know, kind of, you know, set the tone straight, you know, on the whole policy and what and what what does it mean and what you know what's the stance on it if that makes sense so subscribe to the channel leave a like on each episode leave comments down below follow on uh that's on youtube follow on podbean share around on uh you know with others on podbean same thing with spotify follow on there share around on spotify as well we're on all all the platforms as well we're on Amazon Alexa, all you got to say is, hey, Alexa, play Pigskin Frenzy on iHeartRadio. Boom, it's on there. Uh, we're on Samsung, and, you know, we're also on Facebook and Twitter, so follow and like and the page on both of those. So now, let's just kick it off right into Minnesota, right? Let's go into the headliner today for Minnesota, and according to NFL Insider for ESPN, Adam Schefter, he reports that Minnesota has informed running back Dalvin Cook that they plan to release him. So this has been a long time coming. Obviously, uh, we've been hearing some rumors about, okay, are they going to trade him? Are they going to cut him? What's going to happen? Uh, it's looking like that if they don't have a trade partner by the day, they are going to plan to release him. And it's looking like they're going to release him tomorrow, maybe. maybe later to, later tonight, uh, pro- but most likely by tomorrow. Uh, so what does this mean? So it means that there's two teams that are interested, right? Uh, I've been hearing a lot about the Denver Broncos, and I've been hearing a lot about the Miami Dolphins, mainly the Miami Dolphins. Let me tell you why Miami Dolphins are a good fit for Dalvin Cook, because they fit, they, you know, he's he's a type of runner that fits their scheme and what they're looking for on offense. And 
Dalvin Cook has been dealing with a lot of injuries throughout his entire career. Uh, it's been happening at Florida State. He had an ankle injury at Florida State. He's been having ankle injuries for Minnesota, knee injuries, you name it. He's been he's been kind of beat up. And in Minnesota, you know, they ran the ball a lot more with Dalvin Cook. Uh, then, you know, they started throwing the ball a lot more. They had they have Justin Jefferson. Uh, they have Adam Thielen. Now this season coming up, they have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. Uh, they have a offensive coordinator that wants to throw, 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 and rely on the run a little bit, but more throw, throw, throw head coach in Kevin O'Connell. So, yes, I think, the uh, you know, the style of play kind of fits you know, for Dalvin Cook going to Miami, uh, you have Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Waddle, you have Tyreek Hill. You have a lot of guys that you could, you know, ease some of that pressure off of him for. Yeah, Dalvin Cook can still run the ball and make plays. Sure, you know, you're going to have to run the ball, you know, on offense. But it's not a, it's not one of those, you know, okay, I'm just going to, you know, run, run, run. Kind of like a Derrick Henry playbook. It's not going to, okay. The run is my main focus. Uh, you know, I have other options. I have other weapons that I can utilize. So it's a it's a, it's one of those things that's that's gonna, or one of those schemes I would say that fits. You know what Miami is looking for and, and what Dalvin Cook is looking for. Obviously, it's a, it's a fit on both ends. Uh, now another, I mean, if you want to talk about Denver, Denver could be a fit just because of the rotation. Uh, you have Javante Williams, uh, you have Samanje P. Ryan, and now you can add Dalvin Cook to that mix. He can rotate three backs out. Uh, you can put Javante Williams up there and, and Dalvin Cook up there, and you can rotate them in and out. Um, and for the Vikings, it also works out, too, because Alexander Mattinson has been a solid back for them for a while. I think him getting a promotion, honestly, to that at the starting job is is likely, and, 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 it's, and it's fair, if that makes sense. It's, it's one of those things that's really, really fair for the Minnesota Vikings. And for Alexander Mattinson, uh, it, it works out for all parties, right? Dalvin Cook leaving Minnesota works out for all parties, I think. Um, you rely, Dalvin Cook gets what he wants, and he's in a better scheme that fits his style of play, and, you know, he could probably, you know, take a little less hits, you know, instead of keeping on getting hurt and getting injured. So that's just the latest about Dalvin Cook. Minnesota plans to release him tomorrow, if not later today. If they you know they can't find a, a suitable trade partner, it's looking like Minnesota will release running back Dalvin Cook with Miami and Denver being interested in him. So moving on, let's talk about you know going still remaining on the topic with Minnesota Vikings. Um, according to league sources for the in, you know inside the NFL, Minnesota is you know has an interest in listening to trade talks for de- defensive end Daniil Hunter. And my mind is this, okay? Is it not shocking? No, it's not shocking. I'll tell you why it's not shocking. The same thing with Dalvin Cook. Injuries. I will tell you why. 2020, he hurt his neck and he suffered a season, it was required a season ending surgery. 2021, he was on his verge of a comeback. He then got hurt and tore his pec. So, 2022 was his bounce back year, right? It was his bounce back year. He garnered 10 and a half sacks and he was he was amazing. He was one of the best defensive ends in the NFL. He was he was ever since he was at LSU, he was one of, you know, the top prospects and one of the most underrated defensive players and defensive ends in in, in the NFL, right? Ever since coming out of LSU. So 
when you look at Daniel Hunter, it's like, okay, when healthy, he's a get, right? He is a player to get, but injuries are a big concern. So that, and I can see why the Vikings would want to, you know, be interested in listening to trade talks. Now, here's the key right here. Who can, who's interested, right? Who's interested? Here's who I think should be interested if I, if I'm seeing a, a defensive end of that caliber on the market. If I'm the New York Giants, I'm listening. I will tell you why. Because Kevion Thibodeau, and I've said this before, Kevion Thibodeau can't do it by himself. Okay, giant defensive end and uh, right outside linebacker Kevion Thibodeau from the Oregon Ducks. He is, you know, coming back. He is a, you know, second year guy. Second year guy. So he he is. Listen, he is a he is a second year dude. He is, you know, he's electric, right? Kevion Thibodeau was electric. He, he did really, really well for the Giants last season. He's one of their big guys. They want to keep him long term. But he can't be just the sole edge rusher of that team. You got to have another, another either rotate him and out with somebody or, or place another edge rusher on one side. Enter Daniil Hunter. I think that would be a good fit right there. Daniil Hunter and then Kevion Thibodeau on the other side. To help out a little bit on that defense, uh, Daniil Hunter would be a good grab for the New York Giants. Works out for both parties. One, <clears throat> excuse me, one, you get rid of that those those injury type factors. And, and, and number two, if you're the Giants, you know it's a little bit a little bit less risk of injury because you can rotate Daniil Hunter out and in. Right, the Vikings were playing and playing and playing him. You can you know you can rotate him in and out with a Thibodeau or with somebody else, you know, uh, it's, it works out for all parties. Again, it's just like the Dalvin cook trade or release for Dalvin cook. It, it works out for all parties. Uh, I am kind of interested to see where this goes with Daniel Hunter. I think he's one of the most underrated defensive ends in the national football league. I really do. Do I think he's like a Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Aaron Donald, uh, you know, TJ Watt, is he probably not? He's not. He's not of you know up there at number one in the top five, but he's certainly a top ten to top fifteen defensive end. He really is. He is a solid defensive end, solid defensive player. Uh, he's a sack machine. Honestly, you know, he at one point he was almost defensive player of the year. So. Daniil Hunter is a very interesting uh, prospect here on the market. And if I'm the Vikings, you know, I would start, I would listen to trade talks, obviously, but I would take it lightly. I think Daniil Hunter is a, is a good player and it's going to be kind of hard giving him up. But if the money is right and if it's right for all parties, you know, I would be interested in trading him. And if I'm the New York Giants, I'm looking at that and being like, okay. We're on to something here. I think Kevion Thibodeau could use the little bit of help, and we could add two dominant edge rushers on each side of the field. Left, uh, right, you know, we have a left end. We have Daniil Hunter. On the right, we have Kevion Thibodeau. Who's going to stop him? You know what I'm saying? Who can who can contain him? You know, if you can guard Kevion Thibodeau, you know Daniel Hunter's going to get to you, and vice versa, right? So it's one of those things where I think the New York Giants, to me, should be team number one to look out for Daniel Hunter. Um, I don't know if anybody else agrees with me on that, or if, 
You know, there's articles out there in the world. Hey, if y'all agree with me on that, sure, great, go for it. But I think the Giants would be a good fit for Daniil Hunter, and I think it, it would work out for all parties if a Daniil Hunter trade happened. So, you know, that's just it from Minnesota. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook is probably going to be, is, you know, plan, they're planning to release Dalvin Cook. Also, Minnesota has trade interest for, you know, you know, you know, into Daniel Hunter. So that's it for Minnesota, and we're moving on. We're going to talk about something a little bit controversial here right now, the sports gambling, you know, policy for the NFL. So, I mean, you can put that graphic on now. <laughs> so one thing that's just been kind of rolling in my mind a little bit is the NFL and sports gambling policy. So I've been seeing, we've been seeing this a lot here lately in the past couple of months, Players getting suspended for betting. And when I, I look at that, I'm thinking, okay, it's very dumb to do that, obviously. You know, you work for an organization, you know, it's, it, 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 we, we need to, you know, clean that up, be better. It actually started a year ago with Cal with a wide receiver, now Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver, former and then Atlanta Falcons wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. Started with him. And he bet on the Falcons and got suspended the whole season of last year. Did not play a single down of football last year because of it. He betted on a couple of Falcons games, one or two maybe, and that cost him his. He cost him a season of his career. It, it's one of those things that the NFL is serious about. You don't don't do that. You know, it's it's bad, right? Okay, you know, understandable. I get it. Uh, it's one of those things, though, that kind of confuses me, and I'll get to you in a. I'll get to that in a minute. So, after that, more players have come out of you know for sports betting violations. Here recently, it's been you know five. I'll name a few right now. They are investigating Colt Stevenson back, uh, Isaiah Rogers for a possible fraction, uh, and I don't know if there's no suspension that's been suspension that's been handed down yet, but the Colts and the NFL are looking into that now. Lions, uh, let's go to Detroit. The Lions, the Lions, uh, the Lions uh, wide receiver Quintez Cephas and safety C.J. Moore were suspended indefinitely. The Commanders, defensive end Shaka Tony was suspended indefinitely for betting on games. Here's the thing. If, you, if you're in an NFL facility, you're betting on the NFL season, you're betting on all the games all for your teams, it's a violation. There's a, a clear policy against it, uh, uh, unfortunately. And yes, you know, yes, suspend them for indefinitely. Here's what I, you know, got confused about. So, Jamison Williams is one of those players who were betting, keyword, inside an NFL facility, but he was betting on college football. He was suspended for six games. Six games for placing bets at an NFL facility on non-NFL games. Now, here's the, here's the stance on it. Was it at an NFL facility? Was it at an NFL facility? I mean, that's an obvious question. Yes, it was. So why are you suspending him for six games and suspending everybody else indefinitely? That's my that's my confusion. That's my main point about this. My main point is this. Is it bad? Yes, it's bad. I would say put a clear cutthroat policy on uh, gambling. I would for 100% sure. I am totally against it. That's my stance on it. I am totally against it. You're probably thinking, Joel, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. 
uh, you know what? Y'all can agree with me. Y'all can disagree with me on this. Y'all can agree with me on this. I think gambling is uh, gambling on NFL games as a player, as a player who works in the NFL. Because at the end of the day, here's the difference. You can talk about NIL. You can talk about transfer portal. College football is still college. It is still school. It is still student athlete. NFL, you're an adult. You're a grown man. I mean, you know, these kids in college are grown. I'm not saying that. But the NFL is a professional league. It is a business. You sign contracts, and you, you're, you're getting paid to play. You don't need to bet on yourself in the NFL. You don't, you know, just go out there and play the game, you know. I don't know why people are betting on NFL games who are working for the NFL. It's it's not good. It's not good, and it's not good for the sport either. So I agree with that. Uh, betting on non-football games, you're probably, non-NFL games, you're probably thinking, okay, if you're not in college anymore, what's the, wh- wh- why does that matter? Um, you're doing it at an NFL facility, and I think rules are rules, and you need to comply with rules. Now, I think if if it was outside of the NFL facility, it's a whole different conversation. But if you're inside, you know, Detroit's uh, NFL facilities, and you're on NFL grounds, I think it's I think there are some rules that you need to comply with, and there are some league rules that you need to say be you know you need to, they, they need to crack down and on and be like, hey, that's a violation of our policies. Why are you doing this kind of thing? And crack down on it. I get it totally. Now, whole different discussion and a whole different ball game if you're doing it outside of NFL grounds. But if it's on NFL grounds, yeah, sure. So here's the thing: if you're if you if you are you know doing it on NFL games, you need to be suspended indefinitely. If you're doing it, if you're not if you're doing non NFL games and you're doing it on NFL grounds. You need to be suspended indefinitely. I don't care if it's, you know, it shouldn't be, oh, it's six games. He was doing college football, six games. That, you know, slap on the wrist, right? No, dude. Uh, Jamison Williams needs to be suspended indefinitely. That's not me being, you know, or hating or anything like that, but rules are rules, and it should be, it needs to be fair for everybody in the NFL. If Calvin really got suspended for a whole year and lost a season of his career, some of these players who are doing it, regardless if it's college, NFL, you know, if it's on NFL grounds and if it's NFL games, it needs to be indefinitely. It needs to be clear, cut, and concise. It doesn't need to be a confusion. Where do y'all? Where does the NFL stand on it, right? That's what confuses me. Or is it six games? Is it indefinitely? What's happening here? So Tom Brady released a educational video on what not to do. Obviously, go and listen to the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, right? He knows what to do. He is one of the NFL masterminds. He's been in the league for I don't know how many years so and how many seasons. So go and listen to him. He, he's, he's wise and he's educated on this stuff. He knows what to do. So basically, he told everybody what to do and to crack down on this stuff. Coaches are issuing warnings about this stuff. About all, I mean, it's getting it's getting more and more. You thought it would stop after 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 one time with Calvin Ridley, but more players are doing it, and more and, and more and more guys are doing it in the National Football League, and it's it's kind of a worrisome trend. Honestly, uh, I, I sometimes I see headlines and I see people going, okay, you know, just scrolling through, 
and on Bleacher Report, you're scrolling through on Twitter, and you you see that headline pop up, and it's not something you want to see because you want to see those athletes play. They're athletes, right? They're 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 contracted contractually obligated to play for the National Football League, and you want to see them play. You don't want to see them miss a season. You don't want to see them miss games, right? You want to see them play. You know, so follow the rule. That's here's my my thing on this. This may be controversial. But here's the deal. Follow the rules. That's my main takeaway from this. Follow the rules. Do the right thing and and play the game. You know, it's no need. You have all the money in the world. You're playing your your contract. You're in your contract. You know, you have all the money in the world. You're an athlete. You're, you know, pretty much a millionaire. So just go go and play the game that you enjoy and, and you make your money that way. You know, you don't have to do this. Right, that's the main takeaway about this sport, the, the gambling policy, and in gambling in the NFL with players. Uh, I do not know the the extent of the Isaiah Rogers, you know, investigation yet. I don't know. There's no other headlines that I have seen yet. Uh, I do know about the others. I mean, suspended six games. The rest are suspended indefinitely, uh, just because it was non. Uh, college football games, it was suspended six games. So, you know, I'm sorry, non-NFL games, rather. Uh, He was suspended. Jamison Williams was suspended six games. Now, my takeaways are this, to conclude, I guess. One, don't do it. Follow the rules. That's one. Two, the stance needs to be clear and concise. It is like if you want to dip into college football here for a second, I know it's Thursday, but if you want to dip into college football for a second, we need to discuss what's pass interference, what's targeting. I discussed that in previous episodes back doing pigskin frenzy when we started, when I started. So it's, it needs to be clear and concise. What's targeting, what's pass interference? Just like this, what is the stance on it? Are we doing, are we suspending them for six games, eight games, 10 games? Or are we suspending them the whole season, right? Calvin really lost a season of his football career because of this. Some guys are suspended indefinitely, while others are suspended six games because it was, quote-unquote, non-NFL games, but it was at an NFL facility. I put air quotes on that because, it's, to me, it's all the same. You're doing it at the NFL facility. doesn't matter if it's an NFL game or not. Yes, it, matter, well, it matters if it's an NFL game. Don't do it if it's an NFL game either. That's worse. But if it's at an NFL facility, it's on NFL grounds, it's rules, man. You need to, you need to crack down on it. And I think that it's one of those things where, you know, follow the rules, make a clear, concise policy on, okay, if everybody does it, it's a season, okay? You lose a season. doesn't matter if you're the third string defensive back or if you're Jalen Hurts, right? You lose a season. Or you lose six games or you lose this, you know? It needs to be looked at. It's, a war, it's, a, it's an alarming trend. I think, and I think it needs to be looked at more by the NFL, and it is going to be more looked at more by the NFL and, and, and being investigated by owners and, and management. And, and obviously, I, I would investigate it as well. It's one of those things where it's an alarming trend and you don't want to see it. But my, my, my stance on it is this. Please follow the rules. Everybody out there, follow the rules um, in the NFL. Please follow the rules. And, you know, for the NFL, make make the policy concise and clear. You know, make it a stance. Don't confuse the stance because uh, six games for one player, and then you're suspending everybody else indefinitely. To me, it's like okay, doesn't matter if it's on an NFL facility or not. He should still be suspended the same amount of time they're getting suspended. 
it's just rules, and it's supposed to be fair, in my opinion. I think it's fair on all parties if we have a clear and concise policy for the NFL. That just about does it for Pigskin Frenzy. Again, uh, that's all my take on it. Let me know what you think of the comments uh, on Podbean. Comment on there and comment on YouTube, right? Uh, I want to hear your thoughts about the Minnesota, you know, trade with Daniel Hunter and, you know, Minnesota cutting Dalvin Cook as well as the policy for the gambling for the NFL. So that just about does it. A big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Twitter and we have Facebook. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Uh, big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday once again. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday with some more college football coverage and a college ball edition of Pigskin Frenzy. Uh, we concluded our mini series on conference standings. Uh, we're going to be talking, you know, we're probably going to be diving deep into, you know, you know, a lot of things going on in the world of college football. Again, just an announcement. Uh, I'm going to try to get interviews soon. So, I mean, hopefully during, you know, a future episode of Pigskin Frenzy, we'll have people join our show and we'll discuss everything going around in the world of football. So, again, College Ball Edition of Pigskin Frenzy Tuesday. I'm Joel Norris signing off, and we will see you Tuesday for another edition of Pigskin Frenzy. And for everybody out there, stay the course.